Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> Called Shot crew, welcome to episode 26 of the Called Shot podcast. If you take a moment and visit our website, you get to see some really awesome artwork from a local artist from Knoxville. Her name is Jilly Eves, and she has been awesome enough to paint some scenes from our previous episodes. Please take a moment, visit that website called shotpodcast.com, and you will find a link for her website, Jilly Eves. Dot com. She does some fine art and she is getting into fantasy art. I think she's having a whole lot of fun with it. We saw some really, really great reactions from our episode last week, episode 25. If we can get that kind of reaction every 25 episodes, I will consider it a job well done. So thank you for your responses. Keep sending them out. We love them all. Facebook, Twitter. We're trying to get back on Instagram, wherever you can find us. And we have seen some Awesome speculation on what this goblin holds for this crew. So sit back, relax, and get ready for the reveal of The Goblin on the Docks, episode 26, Changing Faces. Welcome, crew, to episode 26. This episode right here will officially mark halfway through an entire year of recording. Woo! 26 oh, yeah. episodes, right. 52 weeks, divide by two. Forget we released two episodes in one week in the beginning, <laughs> and we're it halfway through. Freaking math. Nice. Really freaking cool. I have put up with you guys for well over six months. You put up with most of us for well more than that. Exactly. And we're all still friends. How awesome is that? More like work friends. <laughs> wow. We don't go and hang out at the bars or anything. Actually, I guess we do. So yeah. there goes no, that. No, that is, no. <laughs> so last week, when we left off, we met an interesting individual. We don't know if he's interesting yet. Everybody sitting at the table knows who that voice was, but it was different enough, crazy enough, that there's a good chance our listeners had no idea who that was. Ark. no ark was me i was playing ark uh so we met a goblin who was playing that goblin i don't know who decided to betray the entire ship and start (laughs) killing people as a ghoul no goblin has ever betrayed this this crew (laughs) (laughs) yet don't let the sins of the father (laughs) that brings up all sorts of questions (laughs) So those who didn't catch on, it was Davery. He's playing a wacky, crazy goblin. At least I think he's going to be wacky and crazy. I could be wrong. In talking with him, I think it's going to be a fun little character. We'll see how that turns out. Don't so overhype Davery. it. Don't overhype it, man. Don't overhype it. So you guys are finally in a civilized society. You spent three weeks being press ganged, finding yourself shipwrecked on an island. All of this out of your hands, nothing you could do about it, and now your fate is your own yet again. You get to make all of your own choices, and as soon as you're giving that freedom, what happens but your captain decides to abandon ship? The heck is that about? Couldn't handle the uh, pressure command. Kit is not happy with any of this. sounds like to me. (laughs) Yeah. 
He went all emo and stormed off. It's fine. Something went awry. You guys, of course, as the characters, didn't see what happened. But as players, we got to see what happened in John Ollie's head. Now, better known as Isfar. Well, there was a significant difference in his uh, actions and the way he spoke after he came from the belly of the beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really was. He was more assertive, yeah. more, you know, short and tar- turt. He was. Tur- Adam did terse, really tur- Turt's the name of my next character. Sorry. (laughs) Shit, no, it has to happen, right? Yeah. yeah. Adam did a really great job displaying that difference between John Ollie and Isfar. I don't know about that. And I was so excited about watching Isfar be captain. And then he jumped ship. (laughs) And I'm so mad right now. In fact, I'm so mad. You and I are going to play some individual sessions with Isfar to find out what happened at some point. Ooh, I like that. We may or may not record them. I may, we may just play and then add those in as story points later on. I like that. So, uh, well, hell, I wouldn't let my character die if I knew I got to play twice. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has a different story to tell. And um, yours is done. <laughs> it is. Uh, so you guys were traveling from, from Bone Rack Isle. It was about 100 miles. I finally looked up exactly how far your ship can travel in a day. It's 50 miles of travel a day for a sailing ship your size. Cool. It's about 48, but round up to 50. Because we don't travel at night. You and I are going to fight one day, I feel <laughs> it. <laughs> so you had two full days on the ship of traveling. You guys were taking care of business. I believe some of you were crafting. Yeah, I was creating. I was working on uh, an item okay. during the travel. Are you ready to tell everybody what that item is? Sure. Keep it to yourself. No, I I have enchanted my coat. It is now the equivalent of a uh, handy haversack. Nice. But it takes a back slot. So my coat is a handy haversack. Is that the coat that you stole from Scourge? The coat that I earned from Scourge, (laughs) yes. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so now uh, now it's the captain's coat. So you had to cover for Attica. Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> did no one else catch that? Or no? I was, I was, I was already thinking my next line. What did he say? Uh-huh. I, was, I was looking at all the players and nobody said anything. Oh uh, yeah, the captain's coat. Yeah. I'm not here, I man. Guess. <laughs> Fane is the new declared captain. That's, that's what Fane's named. It's the captain's coat. <laughs> well, I guess you're gonna have to hand that over then uh, to myself, apparently. <laughs> oh, I already feel the tension rising in choosing the new captain. <laughs> You're the such first an excellent t- quartermaster. Why would you want to be captain? Mm-hmm. The first time we choose a captain, everybody's like, yeah, John Ollie. And everybody jumps on board, and it just happens. Like, I had to intervene to give a little bit of drama with uh, Aretta. We learned our lesson. And now. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch this play out. We see what happened when we did that. Everybody stay tuned, and we'll find out maybe by the end of this episode who becomes the new captain. So maybe you guys are mourning the loss of Vatagoke or... Jack Scrimshaw as you guys sail into <laughs> Rickety Hakes. But let's talk about where you guys are now. So you were pulled into the dry dock. Several mules and horses were tied to the front of your ship. They then drag your ship up a wooden ramp so that your ship is now completely up and out of the water so they can work on it. There's a few workers on the ground. They're already starting to build scaffolding around your ship so they can work their way up and down very easily. 
You can see a large roof over this entire area where your ship is so they can work day, night, rain, snow, sleet, or shine. But up in the corners, you can see a few wasp and bird's nests underneath this uh, large roof. There's a slight dank, musty smell reaches up to you. And then there's a goblin on the shore next to your ship. He is surrounded by piles of boxes, canvas bags, and seems to be impatiently waiting on you. It's about time you got here. I've been waiting forever with the provisions. Provisions, you say? Um, who are you, my friend? And uh, what provisions do you have? He clambers up on top of the pile of boxes. And to give a full description, he is a goblin. He's a shackles goblin, so he's kind of an aqua color. For his clothes, he's got a lot of kelp and seaweed wrapped around him as like weird bandagey sort of clothing and a piece of what looks like driftwood strapped to his arm. He draws himself up to his full two foot eleven and says, I am Captain Zagre Grumblesnakes. Captain, you say? Captain yes. of what? Our ship. And he points to the ship. He says, Commodore Shaughnessy and the rest of the crew have already left on the main ship. I've been sent here to, I've been told to wait here with the provisions. We load the ship and we make our way out to the rock. I'm going to elbow Fane and look up at him. Should I shoot him now? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm afraid you have the wrong ship. No, no. I definitely have the right ship. This is, this is the Commodore's ship. I am supposed to be in charge of this ship. Load the provisions. Sail to the rock. I think you misunderstand. It's no longer the Commodore's ship. You have the wrong ship. He looks at you suspiciously. No, I'm still pretty sure as of a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. this is still our ship. Let me ask you this question. Who was supposed to be commanding the ship when it arrived? Nobody. It's waiting for the captain. Mm. Me. I have bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the captain? Not you. So who do you think is supposed to be your captain, if not me? Where, where is your supposed captain? I guess I'm captain. I have bad news for you as well. No. <laughs> no, chalky face. You're definitely not the captain. We usually put it up to a vote. Our captain just left. We're gonna... He sailed out three weeks ago. You don't know what you're talking about. You're three weeks behind on your information. Perhaps you should join us at uh, the, the tavern or whatever, and we can discuss this. But as it stands, you are... Uh, very much mistaken. And at the at the word of tavern, Ark's head pops up, <laughs> and he's looking around. Tavern, you say? What from the villages? Oh. <laughs> Hold on a second. John Ollie left the show last week, and now we are introduced to another new character. Ark, what's his last name again? Sunderson. And he will be played by Adam. Yes. Did I fool everybody? Did you all think it was going to be me? I tell you, last week though, I, I didn't know what was going on, but yeah. I was I was fooled for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I thought I thought it was Davery. I, yeah, I, I thought, really thought he was taking that character. Yeah, I thought Davery had broken char- his normal play style even more and had gone with. Uh, and I thought it was supposed to be just some sort of storyline for Skull and Shackles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really well done. Yeah. But you guys are going to have to put some nameplates up again because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your names at all. They're both three letters. It's fine. Captain, yeah, Captain Grumblesnakes. We'll just say it's it. not difficult. It's very difficult. Shorty, green. He's shorter it's, than me. It's more than one syllable. Yeah. All I am hearing right now is color spray 
Target. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like we need to go to the tavern and catch up. And so about the time that this part of the conversation's happening, you see one of the workers heading up the gangplank. He's wearing a leather belt full of like nails and other tools he would use as a carpenter. He also has a hammer hanging off of this same leather uh, leather belt. Kit needs to talk to him. <laughs> and he will be glad to. Uh, he walks up to you guys, and he says, name's three fingers. And he holds up his hands. He's only got three fingers. Total or on each? Yeah. Total. Oh, oh wow. Uh, how does he actually do any Eat. carpentry? <laughs> Rickety told me to show you around. Follow me. And he just turns around and immediately begins heading down. Tiny head, plate. tiny head. Three fingers? Yes. <laughs> Zugray starts pointing at three <sighs> fingers. Tiny what? head. Zugray, for the last time, it's three fingers or Charlie, not tiny head. What do you want now? We need to get our provisions on my ship. We'll do, like I told you, the last two weeks. We will load the items onto the ship. When we are done working on it, do you understand me, Zugre? All right, uh, get some canvas and throw it over there to make sure everything doesn't get wet. You can do it yourself. He turns to Ark. Hairy face. <laughs> Grab that canvas, throw it over our food. Where I come from, goblins are nothing. You really think I'll follow you, a self-proclaimed captain? Yes, because I just told you. Grab the canvas, throw it over our food. <laughs> Art, Art just walks off. <laughs> so it is three fingers. He continues down the gangplank. I assume most of the party follows. Uh, Zugray, what do you do? He quickly throws the canvas <laughs> over. All two foot eleven. Of <laughs> Looking around, make sure nobody sees him doing it. Like, <laughs> uh, so as you make your way down the gangplank, far off in the distance... You're looking south. The river is to your left, and across the bay is a large ridge. On top of the ridge, you see a very tall, or a slightly tall, mildly obscured watchtower. From this direction, easily viewable, but it would be slightly concealed if you were sailing into this inlet from the outside ocean. Then the river to your left, you see a boathouse. There is uh, room for two ships but you only see one ship tied to the dock at the boathouse. South of the boathouse, also along the shore, you see several other smaller docks, and they're jutting out into the water. However, even though they make it to the water, it is almost nothing but mud halfway out. There is room for a bunch of little small ships, probably some small fisher ships and some other dinghies and other things tied to the dock there. Then Three Fingers looks there and says, yep, that's the boathouse. And he's pointing off to his left with his one good finger. The docks, they're south of that. You want to do some fishing? Talk to Jin Jin. She's the best we got. Then he continues making his way down the gangplank and out into the city proper. However, it's nothing that you would describe as a city or a village uh, for if you're from Port Peril or very large cities. What you see are very small ramshackle shacks hastily put together uh, out of whatever material they can find lying around. Some of them have extremely good craftsmanship. Some of them look like they'll get blown over in a stiff wind, but they're all kind of jumbled and mismatched all the way through. But Three Fingers makes his way through all of these shacks, 
like an expert. He then nods at a few of the idle workers that are lounging around. He even says to one of them, See you tomorrow, Dirty Pete. Gonna start working on these here's ship. And Dirty Pete barely even grunts a reply. So behind this area of ramshackle, small, tiny shacks, probably only big enough for one, maybe two people at a time, you see a much larger domed roof beyond them. It is a much larger building. It's obviously been built a very long time ago. It's gray weathered edges, and there's also the ragged look of the clabbered siding. And there is a painted board above the veranda, and it says, Rickety's Squibs. And uh, some of the more hastily constructed hovels also surround that and then fade off into the jungle back behind it. So if you're staring at the front of this building, the river is almost directly behind you. There is a bay to your left with the watchtower going up towards the south. Any questions before we move on? So Three Fingers then looks up at you, says this rickety squibs. Inside, you'll find the tap room. Talk to Blackboard for a drink. Just don't ask him about his schooling. He'll talk your ear off. The market is run by old peggers. He's not much use squibbing anymore, but he'll convince a Mwangi to buy a fur coat. <laughs> Finally, there's the chow hall. Give your coin to Ned the newbie, or he'll tell Rickety to add it to your bill, but it'll cost you double. I've got work to do. Ship should be done in about seven days. I'll find you tomorrow for a friendly game of nine pin if you're interested. Hey, Three Fingers. Yes. While you're doing the squibbing, could you take a look at the side of the ship? Because we did run a reef. We'll definitely take care of it. Okay. It's all part of the cost. Just making sure, because we did the best we could with what we had, but we definitely want to make sure that's fixed. I gave it a once-over after Rickety told me about the hole in the side. It was expertly done. Thank Who, you. Uh, who's the carpenter on your ship? I jump up and down. Me! Ah! <laughs> I'm going to need to talk to you later, show you a few tricks of the trade. That would be Why don't awesome. you look me yes. up later? Absolutely. Maybe give him a hand. Oh. <laughs> I heard that. And then he walks away. <laughs> what have you I done just, to my ship? I just, I just laugh like, pleasantly like it was a good shared joke. I for once look down at someone. <laughs> you put a hole in my ship? Who are you? I believe at this time that we sit, have a drink, and discuss this, uh, your ship business. All right, fine. You put a hole in Shaughnessy's ship? Who's Shaughnessy? I'm sure that was the uh, owner of the ship that we took. Okay. Mm. Beer? (laughs) Beer sounds good. All right, fair enough. Let's all have a beer, and I'll explain how this is going to work. Come on, let's go, let's go. Beer sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Except the Viking man. Ark, Ark the tiger. Great. <laughs> Would someone explain to me why he's still here? Which which one? Either, <laughs> either frankly. The big scary uh, one or the little kind of greenish one? Big scary uh, one has some uses. Big scary put down the last big scary we had, so. That's fair. I have some history with uh, his people. What do you mean, my people? <laughs> What do you mean, my people? I think you are quite well aware of what I mean. Him in particular, or just the race in itself? Or the, the culture, I guess? Uh, the culture. But, okay. yeah. I've, I've met a few uh, less coarse ones, but, uh, well, you see what we have before us. At any rate, a drink. And so, you make your way inside. You find a fairly comfortable place. It's old and worn but comfortable. 
You pay for your drinks. You find a nice area where all of you can kind of settle around and settle in. Now, now. It's the captain's responsibility okay. to outfit the crew. I'll buy the drinks. <laughs> Thanks for the drink. Uh, Zug is working it hard. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. So I just picture like Fane going up to pay for the drink and then Kid Nick right behind him and Zug's like, wow, 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 wow. No, no, no. My ship, my responsibility. Plank down, what, three silver? Sure. <laughs> Thank you for the donation. <laughs> People in the background of taverns. Oh, it's a tavern. Oh. I it sounds like a baseball game. Right? It sounds like a baseball yeah. game. I was like, what the heck? Did something go out in the right field? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to buy you peanuts and cracker jack. <laughs> Rickety's Mets. Uh, so you're in a tavern. It's a bustling tavern, as demonstrated by a beautiful Sirenscape edition. And you guys begin talking. I really want to see how this starts off. I have a feeling we're going to fade to black somewhere in the middle of this, but where does it begin? Because there is so much to explain with the two new additions along with what you guys have done before. First, we have to determine if there are additions to anything. Sure. I was going to say. This is the, so, inter- this is the interview. Yeah. Okay. So, Zug. Zagray. Zagray. Ugg. Explain to me exactly... How should I put this? The chain of custody from Captain Harrigan to Commodore Shaughnessy to you. I got no idea who Harrigan is. But Commodore Shaughnessy has his, his fleet, of which he took the main ship, the Edmund Sparrow, and he loaded it up with the rest of the crew, except for me, sailed out, and told me the next ship that was going to come in was going to be the second ship in his fleet, and I was to go and join that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that clears things up. That very much clears things up. Good. So um, I bought all the provisions. I've been waiting now for three weeks for my ship to show up. I'm not going to hold it against you. I understand. Hakes is a bit difficult to find. Uh, do we break this to him gently? Or uh, he got the wrong ship. Kit just drinks. <laughs> <laughs> And Fane just takes a drink. Uh, yes, uh, I hate to tell you this, but your previous captain, I'm pretty certain, simply marooned you here. No, 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 Commodore Shaughnessy is, is a, he's a good man. There's no way. You simply have this mistaken. I understand. She's a beaut. She's a beaut. I'd want to keep her for myself. What did you do on your last ship? Oh, you know, here, there, have a sale. Kind of a, a man about town. First mate. Ish. Ish, <laughs> yes. Who did you answer to? Commodore Shaughnessy. Who was on the ship? What's that? He was on the ship? Yes, yes. He answered to no one else. Why would I answer to anyone else? <laughs> you were his cabin boy, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Um, my that, friends, this it's is a necessary role, <laughs> and <laughs> you're more than welcome to continue that role. No, that was Spackle. I know who the cabin boy I'm was. I'm afraid you were the cabin boy. No, no, no. <laughs> or cabin. Oh, this. Uh, Arkle pat Zug uh, on the back, um, this, or maybe on the head, you know? And he'll look at him and say, Well, a true captain would not be self claimed. All of the people that follow him would just follow and know. So anyone that will sit around and call themselves captain. A little presumptuous, don't you think? <clears throat> don't you need a ship first? 
<laughs> I didn't ask you, Harry Face. <laughs> uh, um, we need another round. <laughs> we are definitely going to need another round. So, when everybody empties their drink, uh, Blackboard comes around from behind the bar, and he's got a blackboard right behind him. And he flips it around, and he starts drawing figures. He's like, two plus two is four. Three plus three is six. I learned this in school. All right. None of you seem very well impressed. Where'd you go to school? Uh, Kit. Went... <laughs> and he Sorry. goes on a tirade. It is 30 more minutes before any of you can get a word in edgewise. He tells you about his school in Sargava, how he got transferred all the way up to Riddleport, and then school in Blah, and then school in Blah. I cast okay. sleep. Go, and he's out. <laughs> did, did I learn anything of note out of all of that. Absolutely not. Other okay. than two plus two is four and three plus three is six, and those are the only two figures he knows, but he carries a blackboard around with him with chalk to explain all of guy. it. And that's all he wrote on there. That's it. <laughs> okay. It's just the two figures. He can't write his name. He can barely keep track of the money. And it took him six schools to learn this. <laughs> yes. <sighs> we never said he was a good student. He's like, Zagre, right. I got your drinks for you. Here you go. And he puts them on the table finally, and he walks off. Thanks. So, so I have a question. So we ended up on on this island that we ended up shipwrecked on. Ark, how did you get there? My uh, brethren and I were headed there. We were looking for a hidden treasure that had po- supposedly been left there. I'm assuming from a shipwreck of some kind, but generally just in the south, raiding, trying to get provisions for the homeland, okay. which is Ustala, the is land it? of the Linorm kings. I'm assuming. How would you know something about the land? <laughs> I know that you are hundreds and hundreds of miles from home if you're looking for provisions, so something about your story is either... Uh, you're either insane, a horrible judge of direction, or they did not want you in your homeland. I was just looking for the best treasure I could find. We're just a bunch of outcasts. <laughs> Let's just say prior to ending up in this uh, steamy hellhole, uh, <laughs> I was... Uh, Late of the land of the Linorm Kings, shall we say. Ah, so you're a friend then. Eh, I had little quarrel say with yes. the uh, the Linorms. The witches, on the other hand, not so much. Well, we don't like the witches either. Well, they don't particularly care for you. <clears throat> it seems to me that we are a few crew short at this point, And you both seem to want away from here. Oh, I'm not leaving. You staying here? Well, I'm not leaving the ship. Well, you're already We're, off of the ship. Uh, well, sure, I don't know if you know you guys leave dock, I'm going with you. Really? Are you going to stop me? Quite possibly. Sure. And how do you plan on doing that, little man? With my entire crew, if I have to. I think it's I can handle most of your crew. I'm just saying you're welcome to come along. Well, good. I wasn't asking. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how tempted I am to leave him unconscious under the table right now. He might come in handy, though. So tell me, why were you guys shipwrecked on the island? What happened there? The weather was not the friend. Well... And then we're actually going <laughs> to fade to black on that <sighs> moment. I think we have some plans on embellishing this a little bit that we'll go over later. So you guys tell Zug and Ark your story as much as you guys feel comfortable. But I think we still have to establish, is Zug Ray joining this group? I'm and then we fade in. <laughs> and so we fade back in with like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like so you finally cut them off. Telling them like, yes, I am taking over as captain, right? All right. So I'm willing to put it to a vote. 
if we want Big Hairy Face to come with us. I mean, I am a, mag- a munificent captain. I don't think you understand what the word captain means. Maybe that's what the problem is. No, I understand. I sail the ship. I tell people where to go. I tell people what to do. Chain of command. Shaughnessy. Zugray. You. <laughs> like I, I said. I almost want to see this. Like, I can't steer the ship. I want to see two foot nothing here do this. <laughs> I, can't see. I am two I can't foot over the grass. 11. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is Kit? Four foot. Four. Oh, wow. Yeah, double. like I said, I looked well, down. No, for, yeah, I, I looked down at someone for once. So like I said, I can, all I can imagine is just the wheel. Going, woo, woo, woo. And there goes Zug, like off the side. Yes, we have to put like a little box in front of it. Two or three boxes. Uh, phone books. Can we, can, we get the, can we get that added to the squibbing of the ship? <laughs> stack of phone books. The uh, captain's podium. <laughs> so were you ever allowed to steer the ship when the Shaughnessy was in command? I have sailed, personally, from Widowmaker Isle to the Tempest Key to Rickety Hakes on my own. I can handle that barge. So you have a ship? I do. Where is it? It's over in the boats. It's in the docks. Do you want to go show them your ship? I will. (laughs) I'll happily go show them my ship. Oh, I want to see this. We're just snickering. (laughs) Yeah. I'm expecting something with a doorknob. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to see my ship? Do you want to see the captain's jolly boat? Let's finish our drinks, but absolutely. All right. And so you finish your drinks. It's still daylight. It's not that late. <laughs> Lead the way. Follow me. Oh, indeed. And you make your way down to the docks where there's several small dinghies uh, tied there. What does your ship look like, Zagray? So he really does have basically like a jolly boat, a single master ship. It's about the size of a normal one for medium-sized creatures, but because he is small, it's just slightly undersized so it's like a deck and a half it's a normal boat but he has slapped random pieces of wood and just various things and painted garbage over it and put what looks sort of like fake logs shaped to look like ballista all over it (laughs) (laughs) so so it's it's a ramshackle affair over a very sturdy boat (laughs) over a clearly seaworthy boat uh, it's the equivalent. It's it's the Pathfinder equivalent of putting uh, like racing stripes and a giant spoiler on a Honda CRF. <laughs> I kind I of t- imagine like floating down <laughs> a river with a little raft with a beer in it. <laughs> Kit just kind of again tugs on Fanny Sebastian. Goes, I honestly think he's lost his mind. <laughs> I'm not sure he had it to begin with. <laughs> okay. I, I think I think he believes himself. <laughs> oh, I, absolutely. I <laughs> So, yes, you are the captain of your ship, and I point yes. at your ramshackle. Well, the shackles made it this far, but now I'm in charge. Now I'm in charge of this other boat. No, you're not. I don't think that you're going to win this argument <laughs> anytime soon. <laughs> uh, but, guys, we do need a captain, though, because we, we will have to leave here eventually. And she just pats Zag on top of the head. <laughs> not talking to you. <laughs> I think that, is, should... that is something we need to address with the rest of the crew. I was about to say, we should do it just like last time. Mm-hmm. Take it to the crew, like we did with John. I agree. Aye. So what did happen to the rest of your crew? We talked about you guys walking off and being escorted by Three Fingers. What was your rest of your crew doing? Drinking, I strongly yeah. suspect. I would suggest we leave some just to guard the ship. Yeah. Like, take shifts on and off for shore leave. You can? Even uh, if it's just one. Okay, you want to leave the owl bear on the ship? 
I mean, that's safest the place. Always leave owlbear on the ship. I don't know. I rather like having having owlbear around as a bodyguard yeah, for me personally. For sure. Uh, Cog um, will come forward and offer to do the first twelve-hour shift, and then Rosie will offer to do the next, and then they can rotate. Then while we're in there getting drinks, do they have any special bottles of something drink? Sure. I'm gonna get my uh, like a one gold piece a piece bottle. Okay for volunteering for the ship. Very watch. nice. They're extremely happy about that. And then we probably need to make sure that there's uh, places for the rest of the crew to stay since we're going to be here about a week. They are maybe. willing to house you as well as your entire crew within this main house. Okay. It's really what it is being used for now. Anytime they outfit a ship, they have to house the crew on okay. the air in the in the city. So we'll get the, the crew probably down from the boat. They, they were probably moving most of our stuff off the ship that needed to come off. What little during, bit, yeah, um, since, and things like that. since everything they're doing is more to the superstructure rather mm-hmm. than the actual structure of the ship, they don't have to take much off. Well, if we have them putting... Um, and there really wasn't much on the ship to begin with? Yeah. The hidden compartments. Smuggling yes. right things. Yeah, so we will have to move stuff around for them yep. and put the, the smuggling compartments in. So we're going to rename the ship the Millennium Falcon, right? <laughs> or the Serenity. I think that would uh, maybe taken. Yeah, no. I get the distinct feeling. That you've like, never seen it. So yeah, so so we are going to add smuggling compartments in addition to having the ship squibbed. Uh, we did talk about that that before we started recording, and oh, yeah. you're able to add that in mm-hmm. for Rickety Hake. No issue whatsoever. Three fingers, or somebody would have taken that order. And it's not going to increase the time to add smuggling compartments. So at this time, we can also have sold and bought items that we talked about off air. Uh, that, that would there? happen right after this conversation. Okay, cool. um, but yeah, during this first day, you guys take the time to sell everything you need to sell, buy what you need to buy, and increase your equipment. Okay. We're not going to do any of that on air. I think sure. you have all done that already. Yep. So yeah. it's done. Yay. So back to this discussion about a captain. Well, I say we get the whole crew down here in the tavern for dinner. Let's have drinks. We can boisterously talk about our exploits in the seas and, and you know, make everyone think how awesome we are. And then we need to talk to the crew about the captain. So I'm new to the crew. Hopefully you all will consider me crew. But I don't want to be captain. I'm just curious what makes you all think you deserve to be captain. Compared to anyone else on the crew. That's why I think we should have the, the, the dinner, because if anybody else wants to put forth their name for Captain 2, that gives everyone the opportunity. I like this idea. And so, you talk to Blackboard, you talk to Ned the newbie, and they arrange for an entire dinner for your, uh, for your crew. And you arrange them around, it gets a little boisterous, Blackboard is serving drinks everywhere. Uh, Ned the newbie is got a couple of people helping to serve all of your crew. And once everybody has eaten, somebody starts tap, 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 tap. And you begin your speeches. So Greg climbs up on top of the table, sweeps his hand across in a large gesture, and says, Crew, I respect the pirate code. It is what we live by. Therefore, in keeping with Besmara's traditions, we will put it to a vote. What's a goblin doing here? <laughs> Everyone just kind of looks around like, who is this guy? <laughs> that is a long, long story, my friends. Funny how we're already used to him. Like, what? oh, yeah, the goblin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has a way of inserting himself. When you're that tiny, it's easy. <laughs> so from around, from around the table, an arm shoots up. <laughs> <laughs> 
putting in his hat to be captain of the. Uh, Is that unnamed, owl bear? That's owl bear. Very well. <laughs> captain owl bear. Uh, cluck cluck, my friends. <laughs> Albert has put himself up as captain. Right. Do you have anything else to say, my friend? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I will put myself forth as captain as uh, as well. You have, uh, in this eventful three weeks, you have come to know me. I uh, will promise you I will make you all gold with hopefully much less bloodshed than... Uh, Barnabas, and hopefully more direction than our unfortunately departed friend John. Um, excuse me, Ivsar. Fane raises his hand, stands up. I would like to be captain. I feel like I have great leadership qualities. I was captain of the, the math squad in uh, Absalom. I was also the leader of the debate team, and as well as <laughs> the fencing team. That was just before I got on the pirate ship. Since I've been on the pirate ship, I've already been nominated as one officer on another ship, and then again, officer on a second ship. So I have probably the most experience of anybody on this entire <laughs> ship to be captain. And when I was the master at arms, and I looked towards like Aretta and all those people, I was still fair to you. Oh. And he sits back down. Zugray puts his hand on his cutlass and says, Commodore Shaughnessy entrusted me with the captaincy. Therefore, I feel that alone. Proves my worth as captain. And Noretta stands up. Who's Captain Shaughnessy? I ain't no captain of mine. Nor Commodore. I don't know who you are, but you're getting the bilges. <laughs> Already there, mate. <laughs> well, at least you have a good eye for quality. <laughs> no one else? Kit? Nope. The no. DM has to make sure Kit does not want to make... A case. I already have a boat. <laughs> and it's resting on your head. It is. <laughs> Tips her hat. I am already the captain of my own ship. Me so. too. <laughs> and we, together, you're a fleet. <laughs> so we have a fleet now. So Aretta will raise her hand. She'll go, I think I should Aretta, be captain. sit down. No. Sit. This is a chance for everybody to put forth that they want to be captain. Follow I- the code, chalky head. Sit down, Loretta. I will not let sit her, down. Let, I will be able to make my case. Let her make her case. I'm going to. <laughs> Go ahead, now that you're pissed off. <laughs> and she just looks at you, flames shooting from her eyes. She's actually a dragon. No. <laughs> well, I think I should be captain because the rest of you suck. And she sits down. Very well argued. Truly, you are a master of words. And one of her friends gets up and moves around <laughs> away from her. <laughs> Please give us a bestow upon us another rousing speech, I beg of you. And she doesn't say another word. (laughs) (laughs) So, how are we going to do this? Who is going to count the votes? Ark would, but he can't count, so. Ah, has his shoes on? What about Blackboard's got something to tick it off on. What about Blackboard? So you guys are looking around for a counter. Blackboard says, I heard you were from Absalom. You went to school in Absalom? I went to school in Absalom. Did you have, and he starts naming off teachers. Your tip is shrinking as you speak. I understand very well. And he brings out his Blackboard and says, so who wants to be captain? Sebastian. And he writes Sebastian's name down. He goes, Fane wants to be captain. And he writes down Fane. Art does not want to be captain. He says, Zagre, you would make a terrible captain. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> <Zug>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Give that man more money. <laughs> Your tip just grew. <laughs> yeah, I just flip him a gold piece. Zugray's eyes narrow. And he says, if you write my name on that board, I will bite your hand off. <laughs> what? And he's like, but if I don't write your name down, <laughs> then you can't be captain. It's not I like you No, that what? I'm there. What if I just write one letter? I'll take one finger. <laughs> Is that how the only other guy only has three now? That's yeah. right. <laughs> No, I mean, it's his choice not to take votes. Yeah. No, no, I trust Plumhead. And he points at Kit. I trust Plumhead. She can keep Tally. Okay, so so Kitnick was your name, correct? Yes. You didn't make a speech, so I didn't catch the name. Oh, okay. That's fine. So Plumhead, no, Kitnick, you were keeping track of Zugray's votes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. And he just kind of looks sideways at everybody. He's right, and Aretta. And Albert. Don't forget Albert. Oh, and he writes down <laughs> Owlbear's name. And so he opens the floor. Blackboard is very open with everything. He's very flaunty. And he starts waving his arms around. And he's like, and if everybody who wants to vote for Sebastian, raise your hands. And then a few people raise their hands. Fane, few people. Zagre, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Zugray Zugray randomly points at somebody. Yeah. Doesn't matter who. Raise your hand. There's <laughs> a guy that's trying to get a yeah. beer. <laughs> and he does. He's not even on our <laughs> crew. It's it's crew. Some random like, guy. Zugray points. That one's for me. <laughs> it counts. <Kellen? laughs> and then Aretta, again, nobody, and she just harumps and storms out of the building. Okay. So you didn't say Albert's name. Oh. You're correct. He's like, I don't have an actual blackboard in front of me, so I forgot. Owlbear. Applebear. And Owlbear raises his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Ark raises his hand. (laughs) Two votes for Owlbear. Zugray. Truly the dynamic duo. No, there's me and the other guy. Okay. So now, I'm not going to let myself or a bunch of NPCs actually pick the captain. Who votes for Sebastian? And who votes for Fane? Amongst the five of you. Zagre hasn't been on the ship, so he's not going to vote. Okay. We obviously vote yeah, for ourselves. I mean, right. So that's one and one. Right. Ark? Based off of what the two of you said, I Ark would vote uh, for Fane because it sounds like he has more history, more depth. He's seen you as first mate, so that seems like the reasonable choice from Ark's perspective. So as someone that was a captain of his own sh- fleet, basically. So so Blackboard then looks at the rest of the crew. Do we count Ark's vote? I'll allow it. <laughs> he was invited to join, and he accepted. So that is one for Fane. And so, Kitnick, the vote falls to you. Thanks, you guys. You get <laughs> no pressure. to pick the captain. <coughs> or you get to pick a tie, and then we have a roll-off. Yeah. <laughs> oh. On the spot. The roll-off. The d- the. D- Playing the bones, the most piratey of ways. No, I think for the same reasons, Kit would probably pick Fane as well. Because she's had time in the bilges hanging out. <laughs> They've learned each other's languages. And she has seen him yeah. run a ship. And so, Blackboard, he announces, And so, the scholar from Absalom, the one who had the same first grade class that I was in, <laughs> is now the captain. And I'm just going to walk up behind Fane, tug on him, and it's like, 
I swear to you, if you go all John Ollie Ips are on us, <laughs> you don't need kidneys. <laughs> and I'm just going to walk back and sit down. <laughs> Faint stands. Sebastian, choose your role. I will remain as quartermaster. I plan to take the ship from port to port. I don't plan on looting other ships unless we are attacked first. We will find our fortune on lands, not by stealing from other ships. Can we at least raid some villages? <laughs> we'll talk about it. Zugray's <laughs> eyes near us suspiciously. Do you know what a pirate does? <laughs> and Thank Ark will actually look at Zugray. I think we have the same thoughts, my little friend. <laughs> That's right. You get me, hairy face. Maybe this one time. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to point out, we are playing a pirate game, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just want to point out, for the most part, none of us wanted to be pirates. <laughs> okay. And Ark, so Ark is going to go up to Fane, and he'll tell you, I know I'm new to the crew, but I will follow you anywhere you go, as long as you let me stay on this ship. Welcome aboard. I'll take any place you need me to. I can steer the boat if you need me to. I can beat people up if you need me to. And I don't mind chopping people's heads off if you need me to. So you just tell me what you need and I'll get it done. Those sound like excellent qualities. For me. For you. We'll discuss your position later. Sounds good. Zug? Yes? Do you have a preference to your position? (laughs) As I've said, I have sailed personally from Widowmaker, the Tempests, to here. If anybody on this ship should be the pilot, it's me. Kit, do you have a special position you would like to keep? I'll just I'll just stay as my, my carpenter and whatever you guys need. I'm going to need a first mate. Are you looking at Aretta? <laughs> <laughs> she left. Oh, yeah. Um, I was considering, um, I, I look at Jaundice. You're my first mate. And he sits back down. <laughs> You just picked for your first mate the one guy you can't speak? Yep. I mean, that's exciting radio. He can't talk back. (laughs) Jaundice will just shrug and go, and nod, okay. This is going to get interesting. Zugray walks across the table, puts his hand on Sebastian, or excuse me, puts his hand on Fane's shoulder and says, you are the alpha. You are in charge. At some point, I'm going to convince them I'm better than you and fight you for the ship. Thank you for the heads up. Okay. This is a fight that I want to see. (laughs) (laughs) But I will always warn you before it happens. That's very green of you. (laughs) 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 And so the party goes into the night. The crew is extremely excited to have a new captain. Maybe somebody who won't run away from them at the last minute. But everybody, give me a perception check. Oh, and sorry, there it all sorry. goes to hell. 14 for Sebastian. 13. 12. 10. 5. Are you freaking kidding me, guys? Oh, we're all drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we rolled, you know. It I doesn't take it. much for Zugray to get drunk. No, no, it does not. <laughs> You're a cheap date. That's right. Luckily, it was not a very high DC. You notice one person from your crew is missing. Not again. Oh, <sighs> no wonder I don't know. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. <laughs> Was it the one that walked away? It is not. Okay. Hmm. Ambrose is nowhere to be found in all of these festivities. That's very un Ambrose like for him not to be around alcohol. Yeah. Not really in this situation. John left. Upon noticing this, uh, 
Sebastian will look around, see if he actually sees them, or sees Ambrose, pardon me. Uh, and presuming if Fane or uh, Kitnick haven't noticed, he taps them on the shoulder. We seem to be uh, missing our cook. Oh, no. I haven't seen him since, I guess, I was protecting him during the fight against your other friend. I suspect I may know what happened to him, but we should probably check his cabin just in case. You don't case. think he went with John, do you? It's either that or, uh, well, let's not uh, dwell on that, but we should probably look. John okay. was pretty adamant on him leaving that ship. They may have asked him to come along. Either way, we well, need to find out. We'll start with the ship. Who's watching the ship right now? Cog? Sure. Cog. Okay, so let's go check with Cog first, because he should have seen him if there's anybody that's been on the ship, so... Let's go check with Cog. So you make your way up the gangplank. You get up to the top of the ship, and Cog looks at you and says, Appreciate the bottle. Anytime. Zugray's going to just ask, So who are we missing? What's going on? Have you, uh, Cog, have you seen Ambrose anytime recently? Um, I did not. Uh, Rosie mentioned something about John leaving earlier. He kind of slipped off after you guys left the ship, but didn't say anything. Mm. Uh, as expected on that. We're well. missing our cook. And good friend. I like to eat, so I don't like to sleep. Yeah. Let us check the galley, I suppose. I... And so you do. Yeah. You make your way inside, and you find a hook that you recognize. So he didn't go far. And impaled on that hook oh. is a note. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting all twitchy there for a second, thing. Shit, not again! <laughs> oh my god, he hung himself on his own hook? <laughs> what a tragic end. Oh, you god, right? <laughs> We like, find, I can't stand John, losing John. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, yeah, that would have gotten real dark real fast. Wow. What, is, what does the note say? Uh, does somebody have linguistics? Yes, actually. Yep. All right. Anybody who has linguistics and has access to the note, give me a roll. And the reason being is the handwriting is barely legible. It is scrawled <laughs> on written in the drunk. shaky hand. 25. She got me. <laughs> yeah, she beat me. All right. So Kitnick walks up to the note. And she kind of eyeballs it. She has to study it for at least a couple of minutes to really make out what this note says. And it starts off with, Dearest Crew. Next you see John Ollie's name, but then it's scratched out. Is far. And now we're going to picture that Ambrose is reading the note to you. Is far. May well be lost to us. You tried your best to explain what happened, but being swallowed and nearly dying has changed him. He's focused on killing his mother, and who knows what happens after that. I must try to help him like he helped me. Gold into the sea. May Besmara watch over you. Dash dash, Ambrose. Not again. Well, it was uh, better than I feared, I suppose. It's just really weird <sighs> that he didn't take his hook. So, Zagre, can you cook? Yeah, yeah, I can cook like hell. Why do I Is not... that good or bad? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> give, us, give us an example of something you would have fixed for your previous crew. How about that? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, like like I mentioned, when I was at, uh, when I left... Tempest, and I was coming here. I knew that I had to cook something that was going to be like really easily portable. So you take a whole bunch of seawater, you boil it down till it gets super, 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 super salty. 
Then you take a cod, you drop it in, head and all, and you leave it in there, preferably in the sun, for like a week and a half. So you're good at piloting, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Davey brought up something really cool that he read about goblins, and that's that they uh, ingest salt at a much higher rate than in humans oh, or normal humans. So you literally like put half a cask of salt in anything you yeah, cook. Yeah, like like when they eat like salted meat, they literally just pull it out of the salt and just gnaw it. So Zuggery, if this were a ship full of goblins, it sounds like you would be a master. But with non-goblins, I'm going to find someone else to be the chef. All right, that's fair. Kit raises her hand. <laughs> Kit, can you cook? <laughs> I I do yeah. have one question. Why don't we just go get the other guy? I mean, you didn't say he could leave. We'll look around for him, but I I have a feeling a man like that, if he doesn't want to be found, won't be found. But we are going to look for him. All right. I still wouldn't keep him here against his will. What do we... What do, keep who against... What? I mean, Ambrose. Ambrose, if we're going to look for him, I wouldn't... He doesn't want to be here. He's... Oh, yeah. I mean, we're still looking for him. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Sebastian will reach over and pick up Ambrose's hook. Uh-uh, mine. It's going in the quartermaster's stores until the captain says I'm otherwise. I'm cooking, then I'm getting food with it. <laughs> I think it has better uses than hauling things out of the pots. If you need to check it out from the quartermastery, then you may. <laughs> oh, I wish, yeah. I wish oh everybody could see Mally's yeah, face right now. <laughs> Puss and boots. <laughs> the big eyes. And yeah. Do you have your, your hat off in your hand? Yes, <laughs> Suddenly, holding, holding sad hand. music is playing from somewhere. Violins. Tears start you. welling up. Rosie in the background playing her violin. <laughs> Rosie, stop that. <laughs> Goodness. Why aren't you back at the tavern? <laughs> and so now learning about Ambrose and Isfar is now gone too. We need to make a count on your crew to see how that's going to go. Make yeah. sure you guys have enough. We don't. If you don't, you can hire people. You can press gang people. You do have access to everyone here on in this village. Now, Rickety may not be too happy about certain ways of doing it, but... You know, you need a crew. We can post something looking for crew, cool. you know. Yeah, because we're short by uh, two people now? We two lost uh, Badger and Mahim. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two Adagoke. We lost Badger, Mahim, Adagoke, John, and Scrimshaw. So we lost five. And, and, four and Ambrose. And Ambrose so far. So yeah, six. before Ambrose. So now right. we've lost six yeah. total, which I think does put us under. I think we had 25 initially. Yeah, and, and now we, can, we replaced two. Yeah, and we can count all of this off yeah. air. Yeah. yeah, okay. Let's do yeah, that. I believe we have 14 crew Is plus there us. anything else you need to do before you all go to sleep at night? Just our bartering and that's it. We need yeah, to raise me. morale. For me. We need to go back and let the crew know. And then it might not hurt to have you do some barding. <laughs> Yeah, we've got a week here. I was going to definitely do the uh, diplomacy check to get our sure. what, infamy and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Right. But I was going to give that a couple of days. Okay. Yeah, it's still going to be a, a, another hit to the crew, though, because, I mean, we've now lost a lot of people in, like, three or four days span. And Ark wouldn't know this, but right. Adam the Player does. I mean, Ambrose was part of that crew previously. Yeah. yeah. For everyone. The original crew. Like, yeah, so yeah. Every, they were probably all, I would say, decent friends with them. I mean, he'd been serving them food and alcohol for a long time, I would imagine. So I go to Blackboard and I say, if you mention this to the crew, I will be very, very cross with you. But they have an open tab. Let me know what it is for the crew. Blackboard says, uh, so when they offer to pay for the drinks, what do I do? That's your tip. If you tell them, if you tell them, 
It'll be bad. Absolutely not. Fellow man from Absalom, fellow learned scholar <laughs> like me, we understand each other on a much deeper level than the normal individual. Very good. On the side, uh, Sebastian taps Zuggery on the shoulder when Fane's looking. If he tells them, bite his fingers off. <laughs> I can do that. I oh, no problem here. No problem here, Blackboard says. So no Zuggery, problem here. Is that your specialty? <laughs> That's what I'm getting, like your special attacks. Like, Have you ever seen a Pathfinder Goblin? <laughs> it's, it's not like a specialty, it's just a knack. It's like a football with teeth. A hobby. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I think I've got Ark pretty well down. Big axe, big sword, or big shield. What's uh, what's your area of expertise? I am the world's greatest pirate. <laughs> <laughs> you almost spit your coke over I, the entire soundboard. I had to be there. really quiet. <laughs> is um, well, Sebastian uh, has leaned down to Zug. Is he wearing anything? You said he's wearing like ragged clothing kelp right like kelp and and ragged is he wearing like any fetishes or like weapons or anything of that sort as a weapon as a weapon yes he's got a uh, he's got a human uh, what is it the jambia the the curved dagger oh yeah yeah Yeah. but it's it's so big he's using it as a a scimitar (laughs) and he's got a giant symbol of besmara that he's wearing oh cool Hmm. surprised he didn't say anything about my hat (laughs) So out of curiosity, not that much curiosity. Be curious. No, I was just thinking, so is Besmara, I'm trying to understand, is is he like, you kept saying Commodore, I'm thinking more along the lines of like, um, like the the French battalion, like he's like proper and part of like a government system, or is he actually part of like a pirating group? Does that make sense? A Commodore just yeah. means you have more than one ship. Okay, see, yeah, I was thinking like Commodore is being like, like, I'm thinking like Pirates of the Caribbean, where they've got like the people that are the officials, and they have like the giant armada, and then there's the mm-hmm. pirates, and I'm trying to figure out which right. one You're also he... a pirate Commodore. Yeah, well, you can I'm... be a pirate Commodore if you're a pirate who has multiple ships. Gotcha. And I was also thinking like, if he follows Besmara, that seemed more like a piratey thing to me than it would like a, a official of someone that is part of a battalion or a fleet. I was just trying to figure out. What I don't. I don't think really there's anything in. official about Zagre. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. He does have food though. So well, food. we have not have looked in those crates. Oh my god! So <laughs> probably salted hair. Actually, yeah. that is an excellent point. Sebastian is going to slip away and take a look at those provisions. He is the quartermaster, after all. That's fair. All right. Tomorrow we will check and see if we can find maybe which way. Fish cuts went. Yeah. And when you do check, they're just it's totally normal food. Okay. It, it's provision for a regular <laughs> ship. It's not a cod in a bath. No, exactly, yeah. It's yeah. not ten crates of salt. <laughs> three three uh, cow licks or uh, salt licks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, there's only two of those. That's for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. And so you all go to sleep at night. You once you make your way back to the tavern. Uh, most of your crew is dispersed to their individual rooms at this point. There's probably like one large general room for the rest of the crew, individual rooms for each of the officers, and you go to sleep. And everybody starts to dream. But there's one particular dream I would like to look back at. But to describe, like Sebastian probably dreams about the latest sleep spell, the best way he ever cast a spell. I don't know. What would Sebastian (laughs) dream about? Uh, that depends. Dream or nightmare? Ah, it's probably that enough is said the there. Question. Ark is probably dreaming of his family back home. Family sailing uh, longboats, Zugray. fighting, fighting things, fighting. Zugray, captain of his own ship, 
Salt wind in his ear. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Kitnick, are you mourning the loss of Jack Scrimshaw? Yes. All my friends, like, you know, this is now over half of my friends that are now gone or dead. It's pretty depressing. You make a friend yeah. and they're gone right again? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've only been on the ship three weeks, but these are literally my only friends I've ever had. And now most of them are gone. How to deal with that? Maybe you make some new friends and you can fill the hole. Javery's <laughs> uh, just waving at her madly. Like a weird, wicked grin. Yeah, with a maniacal grin on his face. Short people unite! That's right. And then we have Fane, who is dreaming back upon a thing that happened just recently. He's picturing Adagoke's body draped as it was just before it gets dumped into the water. Fane walks up to the body, leans over, and begins to whisper in Adagoke's ear. Adagoke, Dozan nahatha welf aban, trustan zun not neir, tost ai fayan, dosafayan orn tluele, ulu equantafer, usta iglate del vlerein, ustan zal belbu dos sarn, wundas zind ulu shimamagala. Kados regar dostan he ulan pleroma, shargleg tarth, ulza nath ulnar. Aluve, indul za niriam vixedir. And then we fade up into morning of the next day. Everybody begins making their way downstairs. They're enjoying breakfast, maybe an 8 a.m. ale, <laughs> as pirates are wont to do. Actually, the pirate's breakfast. Yeah. There you go. Salted fish. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a tankard of ale. <laughs> and so you kind of lounge around. You deal with a little bit of marketing during the day. Early in the afternoon, Three Fingers walks in. And he says, uh, I think I told you guys yesterday that we would play some nine pin. Uh, 30 minutes to an hour, just meet us out under the shade near the uh, boathouse. We'll get everything set up. It'll be a blast. We have some beer in the deep water cooling. It's going to be delicious. It'll be cold. I know there's been a drought for the last three weeks, so we're short on water. But the beer will be cold. I don't think I can turn down that sort of offer. Mm-mm. Is that uh, offer to the entire crew, or is he just talking to the officers? Officers only. Okay. It's been hotter than hell, and it's been drier than a Serenrae temple out here, so I'm there. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that sounds dry. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a, a euphemism. <laughs> like a nun joke? Yeah, I right? Mean. Pretty yeah. much, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Poor Wes. I'll be there. I'm going right. where you're going, guys. So, I don't know that I'm considered an officer, but I'll be there if there's beer. There will be beer, and you're invited to drink it. And he turns around and he walks out the door. So you guys in an hour. You have about an hour to kill. What would the crew of you officers enjoy doing right now? Now, is that also going to include Jape? I mean, it's not like he's going to say anything anyway. Right, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he could be along. I mean, if he's a first mate, I mean, he's now a pretty high up there officer. We'll see how he does. Yeah. (laughs) But we won't hear how he does. He may may end up being the cabin boy. (laughs) (laughs) He could be in charge of of keeping an eye on the rest of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. Silent but deadly. (laughs) He got an hour. Frankly, he wasn't that deadly. Uh, Uh, I really was just going to do a diplomacy check as like a gather information, kind of like a streetwise. Okay. To see if anybody's heard, seen anything about those two leaving. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more of a knowledge local. Okay. Let's do that. 
I was going to do the same thing. Uh, Sebastian was actually going to hit a black. So, so everybody who wants to assist, whoever has the highest bonus, do the main roll. Everybody else, eight another. Just beat a ten. I know who to talk to. I know who to talk to. Oh, yeah. I got a 24. 19, so. 23. <laughs> so 26, 28. 28 total. Okay. So you're trying to gather local information on Ambrose's whereabouts? Yeah, just, did anybody see anything? See it, him or John leave? It takes 15, 20 minutes, and finally some you uh, encounter somebody at the docks where all the small boats are. And they say, you mean young guy with the old fat guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we saw them. They uh, jumped in one of the boats and started rowing off towards uh, Blood Cove. All right. It's in that boat. It's going to take a while. But, uh, you know, a couple days at least. Hmm. At least we know where he is. He has to choose his own path, and it seems that he has. Where's the beer? (laughs) And he points that direction. (laughs) I'm not invited. And so, you guys begin making your way north, <laughs> heading along the shore towards where all the shade is. You uh, kill another 15, 20, 30 minutes, and you finally start to arrive. You're about, let's call it 200 feet away from the shade of the boat dock. You see a couple of guys um, pulling up a, on a rope near the dock where the water is, and they're dragging uh, what you can only assume is the beer barrel towards the water, when suddenly that rope that they're pulling just goes taut, And it jerks once, jerks twice. One of the guys in the back lets go, but the one in front holds on. And he is pulled directly off the dock and into the deep water. Kitnick, I think this is your uh, sort of situation. I'm going to assume everybody then is going to run. Yes. Ark, something else goes going after the beer. (laughs) (laughs) Screw that guy. Where's the beer? So we see somebody pulling on some rope, and then they get pulled into the ocean? Correct. Do okay. we know what was on the other side of that rope? It was supposed to have been the beer. Beer. Ark jumps in. <laughs> like I said, Ark, something else is going after the beer. It might have been faster to stay on land until we get closer. And Sebastian just keeps running. 30 foot dive. Woo. So you guys are 200 feet away. You break directly into Pell-Mell Run. Mm-hmm. Four times speed. You all get there to the dock right about the same time. And you see a couple of guys looking over the edge going, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And the, the water isn't calm. It's roiling and spinning and turning. And you can tell that there's something else below the water. Kit backs up slowly. Do we see the person that was pulled in? Uh, you do not, but roll initiative. Oh. And now, everybody can ask me questions. I was just going to ask about like the knowledge, knowledge local, knowledge nature. What kind of fish? Piranha? Are there piranha in these waters? That's probably really what I'm thinking about. Uh, this close to the Mwangi expanse, you could probably expect, expect some pretty predatory fish in this area. That'd be a big piranha. However, give me a knowledge local check. It will be high, but it may give you an idea of what's happening. Everyone with knowledge local? Anybody with knowledge local, especially Zug, who's been here for a while. 13. In Eight. fact, oh, so, 18. okay. 18. 11. Okay. Uh, none of you are able to pick up over the last day and a half, any information that would help with this situation. Okay. Alrighty. So we are about to get into a fight. <laughs> and you know what? I don't want to do it this week. Let's pick up here what? next oh, week. Oh, oh, yeah, I think I think that's the right thing to do. You actually caught me off guard with that one. That yep. sucks. Let's do it. We forgot how much he sucks. Uh, <laughs> 
See you guys next week. Do real quiet, real first. Okay, now I'm talking into my headset. Chad. Now I'm talking into my microphone. Matt. I was burping. Now I'm talking into my microphone. <laughs> Davery. Now I'm talking into my microphone. Valley. Me too. Okay, we all look good. <laughs> Excellent. I have sound waves. Yay. <laughs> she does exist. I'm really glad we're checking this shit now. <laughs> right? That's a first. It's like, it's like we're fucking yeah, professional. It's something. like we know what we're doing. <laughs> or just that we fucked up enough. <laughs> Go to one, one con and all you of a sudden what? we know everything we need to know. You know what, though? Goddamn professional. That's right. <laughs> you know what? What is the difference between a professional and an amateur? The professional has already made all the mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I got this. Yeah. <sighs> I I used to work with a guy that when he got drunk, he would do just that part of the song. Over and over? Yes. What? See, that that guy is not cool at all. That, oh, just over and over. Until he passed out. It's a lion, it's a lion. Oh, look, it's a lion. I'd be force-feeding that man drinks. (laughs) Ready for for pass out? (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) Okay, you guys ready to get started? Yes. Welcome, crew, to episode. <coughs> Seriously, as soon as you started talking, it came up. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Uh, e- Everyone got their bodily noises <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> I, don't know, I might brew up a fart here in a second. Give me a second. <laughs>